since I know that this podcast has thousands of listeners based on looking at the number of downloads for each episode, including for that particular episode. So, I was tempted to just shut down the podcast and to simply refund the contributions that did come. But I kept thinking about it, and this is what I have decided to do. <clears throat> I will release a new episode approximately once every three weeks. These episodes will be available exclusively on Patreon for anyone who makes a pledge of $5 or more. It is possible that there will be occasionally additional episodes released more often than that on Patreon. However, that possibility will depend entirely on my available time and inspiration. But I will announce each Patreon episode on the regular feed, along with a short description of the story. So, in that way, you can decide whether you want to sign up to listen. And speaking of Patreon, I think I will also occasionally post an audio recording that is solely to provide help in regard to common personal problems or issues. Since I've received several requests for that type of audio prior to this show going on hiatus. Now, as far as listeners who do not want to subscribe to Patreon, I don't want to be, um, a total mean girl about this. <laughs> so, I have decided that I will continue to post episodes with the stories of true crime or stories of general interest adjacent to true crime on the regular feed from time to time. But those episodes will be released entirely on a random basis. I'll say Basically, whenever I have the time, energy, and inspiration, which means that I can't really give you a schedule for those. 
featuring scary stories from listeners telling about weird things which happened to them. Now, unfortunately, I was not planning anything like that for this year. But out of the blue, a listener emailed a story about a very creepy incident that had occurred to him and his wife back when they were first dating. He sent the story based simply on the possibility that I was going to have a Halloween episode. Now, like I said, I was not planning on having a Halloween episode, but his story is so good that I decided that I absolutely needed to share it with my listeners. The man who sent the story asked me not to use his real name, so of course I won't. I will just call him John, and here is the story that he sent. This happened about 10 years ago when my wife and I were not yet married. We were both in our 20s and had been dating for approximately 6 or 7 months. We had always been pretty relaxed people, so we have never had any big problems in our relationship or any trust issues then or now. We married about a year after the incident that I am about to describe, but at this point in time, we were only boyfriend-girlfriend. We were not living together because our relationship had not gotten deep enough for that. So, anyway, one Saturday morning in early September, I was out in front of my apartment building, sitting on the steps, drinking a cup of coffee, and just enjoying some pleasant memories of the night before. We had a very nice dinner together. We went out to a bar. Then we spent a few hours at my place, after which she went home in a cab. So, the next morning, I was just quietly sitting on the steps when a cab pulls up and she gets out. I was pleasantly surprised because I definitely wasn't expecting her. So, I put my coffee down on the steps, then stood up, smiled, and cheerfully walked over to her. 
and in a happy voice, I said something like, Hey, what are you doing here? She gives me a very angry stare, almost like she wanted to set me on fire with her eyes. She then slapped me across the face. Obviously, I was stunned. I had no idea what was going on. So I just looked at her, totally confused. She didn't say anything else. She just rushed past me into the building. I followed her up to my apartment, asking her what was the matter, all the way up the stairs until we reached my floor. She goes straight into my apartment, grabbed her overnight bag and some other things which she had left at my place. Then she looks in my direction and walks into the kitchen. I follow her, and she begins throwing dishes at me. I think she was hoping that they would break against my skull and cut me, but I managed to dodge them. So, she starts tossing them at the floor, one after another, shattering them into pieces. When I ask her, why are you doing this? She responds by marching into the living room, knocking things down from the shelves and making a gigantic mess. She had said absolutely nothing up to this point, but now her face is suddenly filled with rage, and she begins yelling at the top of her lungs. She calls me a pig. She says she knows everything, and that I've broken her heart. And now, a river of tears is pouring out of her eyes. I'm staring at her and trying to figure what on earth is she talking about. She now turns to the door and I touch her sleeve to try to get her to stop and listen. But instead, she smacks me across the face with the palm of her hand. And this time, much harder than the first time. She glares at me. Then she screams at me that she hopes she never sees me again and walks out. I followed her all the way to the street. She is completely ignoring anything that I say to her. Then she gets into her cab and leaves. 
I'm watching the cab begin to leave. Someone hugs me around the waist from behind. I turn around and it's her. She is wearing a bright red blouse with a short blue skirt. But the girl who had just left had been wearing a brown leather jacket, a yellow t-shirt, and a black pair of jeans. She said hi in her usual happy tone. Meanwhile, I went completely pale. She evidently noticed that I looked rattled and upset. She asked me What's wrong? Then, at this moment, I turned my head, looked down the street, and saw no trace of the cab, even though it had literally driven away like five or ten seconds ago. There had not been enough time for it to have made a turn or speed out of sight because of the other cars and the traffic lights. She asked me again, what's wrong? I was too freaked out to answer the question. Instead, I just said, come upstairs. Then I literally ran back to my apartment. Her bag was gone. The dishes and other things were still broken. My door was still wide open. So then I told her what had happened. We were both monumentally confused. There is no way I could have mixed her up with someone else, and she is not a twin. We asked the security office to check the cameras, and sure enough, there is a video clip of me following her up to my apartment. The camera angles weren't terrific, and the video wasn't great quality. However, it was pretty easy to see me and my face, but hers was always fuzzy or hard to make out. However, even so, it definitely looked a lot like her. But there was never a clear image. However, the more that I thought about it, I came to the conclusion no way it was it the same girl. Yet this girl got into my building using my door code. You can see her typing it on the video footage. So, we called the police. 
same thing with the doorknobs to my apartment. This entire chain of events still freaks me out. My wife knows to never bring it up because any time that she does, I get the shakes and I feel as if I am reliving the entire thing. I have no idea who that doppelganger was, but I sure hope that I never ever see her again. And listeners, that is the end of his story. Breathe out. 
because honestly, I can't really think of anything else. <laughs> so I will wrap up by saying, my name is Kit.